0: And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry,
1: Buck Perez, and from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians, Kira
2: Hassel.
1: Anything goes
2: with Good, was with fair, long till I
0: that,
2: Anything goes, Anything goes.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and you know the deal, Buck. Hello. And to the left, once again, Kira Hesser. Hello. Now, Kira, you are hosting a comedy show in Los Angeles. What's going on?
2: I am. It'll be a monthly show at Vlad the Retailer, and it's uh, Melrose and Heliotrope. And the first show is Thursday, August 25th. So far, we've got Eddie Pepitone and Rick Shapiro. Okay. Those are known guys. Yeah, yeah. They're great. So it's going to be a good show. Come out. Um, You can find me on Facebook under my name, Kira Hesser. And Twitter. And Twitter, most importantly.
1: Well, I'll tell you something that happened to me. I was in a hot spring in Costa Rica, and we did a little bit called Intimate Moments on the show where my wife described what happened. That's right. So we went out to Costa Rica, and we booked one night where it was like, we're going to throw down some cash. Mm. We're going to spend a little money, have a romantic time in a hot spring, and get massages beforehand. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I went to get my massage, and it was these two lovely Costa Rican women. And I'm sitting in the middle of a rainforest, buck naked. Beautiful. Buck naked. Yes. And I just have like a towel on me. I got
0: the reference. <laughs> Thank you.
1: And there's a lot of running water around me. You sure. can hear the macaws and the, the toucans and uh, the monkeys throwing poo or whatever they do. And they start rubbing you down. Sure. And... It was freaky to me because they're like, you know, can I rub your chest?
0: Oh, fine. Yeah. Like asking your permission. That's kind of sexy.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they could do it right in your ear. Nice. They have this nice music playing, and they get right in your ear and can I rub your chest? <laughs> yes. Now is
2: your wife on the table next to you? She's on the table next to okay. me, and there's
1: a woman rubbing her down too,
2: asking for permission nice. to rub her chest as
1: nice. well. I don't know. I don't know if they
0: rub boob. <laughs> boob right. massage.
1: Might have happened. I don't yeah. know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. The woman rubbing her boob. I don't. Know. I don't care. Yeah, that's cool. what about the chest area. But the, the the woman was rubbing me, and then I began to become nervous because there's nothing but a, a towel over my groin, mm. sure. and it's going to become obvious to her at a certain point. And this is a romantic thing. The smell of the rainforest is very erotic. It's yeah. like there's there's life in everything. Mm-hmm. And so she she's rubbing on me. She's rubbing my chest. I have very sensitive nipples. And. <laughs> She's rubbing me should down. should have forewarned us on that one. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I swear, you know, I keep the shirts loose. <laughs> and so, but then I, I start realizing that regardless, in this relaxed state, and I got a little booze in me, that I'm like, fuck, man. There's nothing you can do to not become aroused. Hmm. Get a motor, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, I got, I got, I got, I got yeah, we, we got that. I got halfway there. Halfway? What? A
2: A bone. The, a bow, a uh,
1: leathery state. Yeah, it wasn't quite, to, you know. The world knew what was happening, but I figured this woman, she she rubs down guys all the time, and it's just it's just gonna it's happen. Part
0: for the course, yeah.
1: Because I'm sorry, some a woman's in there rubbing you that intensely. Right, you're you're gonna. It, it, I, I'm happy. One time I had a massage and it was a dude and nothing happened, yeah. which was good, which is good for me. <laughs> but I requested the woman this time. But yeah, she rubbing on me, feeling me, and I I, I was I was so nervous. I was so nervous, and I did kind of reached that 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 spot but it wasn't cheating you know but i was the whole time I was, I was i was trying to think of other things but so i had a massage
2: sounds really relaxing
1: exactly it was very relaxing yeah <laughs> it, i think it was just a relaxation boner it was just my whole body got so relaxed like maybe i could have like crapped on myself at the same time like you know <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: and so what happened was after that
0: the trifecta that,
1: yeah we get ready to go into the, the hot spring, and I realized that uh, we took a taxi over there from the hotel, and I realized that I had forgotten my uh,
0: swim trunks. You still you still the towel on at this point, or what's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I had I came in in shorts and stuff, but I yeah. realized I'd forgotten my swim trunks to go in the hot spring, which is nice. basically hot water pouring out over rocks and mm. lava rocks beneath a mm. volcano. Mm-hmm. Right. Very romantic, very nice, and mm-hmm. my my wife is looking forward to this experience. And so I turned to the people that worked there. I'm like, ah, do you guys have any other shorts I could wear? Because really I have nothing to wear. So they came back with these disposable blue kind of waxy paper shorts with a really thin (laughs) elastic on the top. So I looked like pretty much I had a hospital diaper on. It's a diaper. Yeah, it's a male diaper. It was a male diaper. Good paper shorts. So I walk out of the changing room after that, and my wife just looks at me like, this is what I married. This is what I married. This. And at that point, I'm like, well, signed, seal delivered. I'm yours, <laughs> honey. Here's what's happening. So I had to walk throughout. And this we this is the one time we decided to spend a little cash. So everybody there. Looks good. Looks good. And so I'm walking around looking like basically I just got out of the hospice. You know, and so I'm walking around in these blue, are you, waxy... Are you tanned at this point? No,
0: like, pale as fuck. Pale as fuck, Todd. <laughs> in a blue diaper in Costa Rica. Yes. Jesus. And
1: these things take on water, too. Like, yeah. we're sitting down in the hot spring, and you would get
0: up, and it would just
1: be half-ass crack. Yeah. <laughs> if nice. you even attempted to get a boner, it would wow. just rip through <laughs> what's happening, you know? Wow. Even in my state, it wouldn't. But you'd like to think it would. Yeah. So when we were in the hot spring, and I ran into the people that were from the neighborhood I grew up in, uh, I, I was I was sit, I was in a seated position, so I was below the water, so no one saw what right. I was wearing because I was embarrassed. Right. Mm-hmm. And eventually, as conversation gets more animated, you stand up, and I noticed the dude is like, "What the fuck?" Kept is? looking down. Just kept looking down. Oh no. Like, uh, I can explain. <laughs> So the whole time, the, mo- the most wonderful experience for my-, for my wife's life, I'm walking around looking like I'm in a hospital gown.
2: Fucking idiot. Like a huge fucking Nightmare idiot. Nightmare material.
0: Yeah. But... Son
2: uh, of a crowded paper underwear. Yes.
0: <laughs> Did this endear you to the staff there? Or do you think they did this like once every week to some shithead like you?
1: No, no, they hated me because I lost my locker key at the same time. And, uh, <laughs> were you so they, stoned they were, during this trip? I was just uh,
0: drunk.
2: Just I
1: was drunk. a little drunk. Just drunk. Nice little buzz going. <laughs> a lot of that Imperial uh, <laughs> well, Costa Rican beer. Like the whole time. Like the t shirt. Yes, yes. Like the t shirt I'm wearing. That's the one thing. After you travel to a foreign land and drink their beverage, you must buy you the t shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I will be wearing this shirt for the next 40 years of the Imperial. That's what real wow.
2: suburban hipsters do.
1: That's Gosh. what we do. <laughs>
0: Super 8 is written and directed by J.J. Abrams, who directed Star Trek and uh, TV's Lost. And the film's executive producer is Steven Spielberg. That's a pretty good combination. The story is set in 1979 in a small town in Ohio. Joe, played by Joel Courtney, and his friends are making a zombie movie that they want to finish over the summer so they can enter it in a Super 8 movie competition. There are some scary scenes that are absolutely not appropriate for children, and it is rated PG-13. On the official Kid Creek report card, Super 8 gets a C, mostly because of the copycat story. Even if you steal ideas from yourself, it's still stealing. And that's absolutely what Abrams and Spielberg have done here. Not super, guys. I'm Lights Camera Jackson, your Kid Critic.
1: I don't know, you guys ever watch... I, I... I become kind of addicted to this I D V dvr it is ebert presents where uh, roger ebert has his new show where he has a uh, igni evie Etsky or something like that and this girl christy and then roger ebert does his own review with somebody else doing his voice and it's, it's a good show it's like it's on pbs so it's a little more highbrow Okay. And uh, they talk about like weird, you know, obscure French films and Captain America at the same time. Okay. But uh, I, w- I was watching it the other day, and now they have a 13 year old film reviewer. And this guy's like, uh, he was doing, he was talking about his favorite films of the year so far, and he's like, and what I really like, and he's 13, 13, to- total autistic kid. And he's like, what I really like is the new Woody Allen movie, Midnight in Paris even though I didn't understand any of the cultural references or the sophistication, I'm really getting into this Woody Allen character. (laughs) And it's this whole bit, and he's reviewing the movie, and it's the whole time it's like, even though I didn't understand what was happening, (laughs) I found this movie to be joyous. And I I actually quite like Midnight in Paris. I thought it was a really good movie. Me too. Yeah. It's good, right?
2: Great. Yeah, I smiled the whole way through it. Yeah, it was
1: one of those movies where you just kind of you have a yeah. little think, dumb grin the whole
2: film.
0: I think Todd, you're just jealous of this kid because <laughs> I think you were that kid. You were that kid at that age, and yeah, I want to be on that you, show. You could have been, you could have been doing that. I was that. You exact were autistic.
2: Kid. Yes, yes. Todd, there's no way Todd was autistic. No, no. no he just very had, socially adapted. He had Asperger's. <laughs> a little back in the day. In
0: yes, yeah,
1: yeah. It it went away, but I'm watching it and I was like. This kid is in there pontificating at thirteen in a really pretentious way about Woody Allen films, and I was like, "No good can come of this." Can't identity. be
2: pretentious if he's saying, "I don't really get it," but it was nice. He's like, "I don't
1: understand what's happening. I have no idea who Pablo Picasso, Gertrude Stein, or, um, uh, you know, uh, Hemingway are." How do you get on this show? I don't know. It's like uh, Ebert just wanted a kid to review films, I guess. Yeah. But I looked at that kid and I thought, no good could come of this. It, it, this All this does, and my wife and I are watching, we're just getting angered by this child. Maybe maybe I wanted that as a kid to be that kind of person. I don't know. Uh, but it, it was off-putting. So when, when you watch that show, if you guys watch it, comment on the site. Let me know how you feel about the 13-year-old film reviewer. I know it's bad to sit and diss kids. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to get his. Not so <laughs> cool. But I'm sure everybody at his high school hates him. And he has a really wickedly awful Chicago accent.
2: Ooh, no, imitate him.
1: Uh, I couldn't do it justice.
2: Okay. It was super nasal and like... Yes. It's eh. probably from the suburbs then. Eh, a lot of...
1: Eh, like like if you, if you were to talk to me, and be like, hey,
2: Tad. <laughs> well, what are you doing in LA could, for, could Tad?
0: You, could you say, share your bed in a Chicago accent, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could. <laughs> share your bed. Isn't <laughs> that Chicago? Wow. It, no,
1: it's a universal... <laughs> that's, that's worldwide. That's worldwide. <laughs> it's just universal, creepy. worldwide, yeah yeah i mean it's
2: i was really looking forward to hearing that chicago accent when i went home though it was nice it was nice to hear it's nice to hear for like a week and then it's like oof all right gotta get out of here
1: get back to la right where you can hear more people with chicago accents. exactly way way more people
0: Email us at show at faroutpodcast.com to stream the show, read talent bios, subscribe through iTunes, and see pictures. Go to faroutpodcast.com
1: I I am a I'm a man, as Elvis Costello once said, a man at a time. Hmm. I have reached the point. Kira, this is gonna happen to you. Uh oh. Buck, this is gonna happen to you too. It already did. Eventually, you he wind. You know
2: what he's gonna say. Yeah. Eventually, you wind up in the suburbs. No, I yeah. never. It me.
1: won't. It won't. You're from the suburbs. No,
2: I'm from fucking half a block away from Wrigley Field.
1: Oh, you're from uh, Wrigleyville. Yeah, I my grew. Da- up. Nice. Yeah, my dad lived there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I grew up selling advice uh, to Cubs, drunk Cubs fans, every day in the summer. I made a fuckload of money. <laughs> They'd all just throw money at me.
1: Wait, wait selling advice like
2: mm-hmm. like you know like lucy or whatever and uh, charlie brown oh yeah and i'd have a little advice stand and i did it from like every summer age like 7 to 11 that's, that's when the cool. guys started getting creepy so i stopped but people would be like oh my god you're so cute here's ten dollars how do i meet a guy okay <laughs> okay so that was how i made money <laughs>
1: <Awesome>. <laughs> okay so that's uh, cool kira
2: so from the city is what i'm saying okay the you're mean dro- streets from the city right. the I, mean I, drunk yuppie streets of just chicago enough. Yeah.
1: I'm from the near city. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so here, here's the deal. Um, let's say this, Kira. Mm-hmm. I am a drunken Chicagoan. Mm. I don't know uh, how you even say that. I'm a Chicago. I'm a drunken Chicagoan woman, and I go to Kira Hesser, mm-hmm. who's sitting there with her uh, free advice, mm-hmm. tips, please. No, no,
2: not free. It said fifty cents, but people never give that little. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. God bless America. You gotta
2: put a bottom line on it.
1: So I, I show up to you and I'm drunk, mm-hmm. and I've got uh, I'm a little excited because I just saw Ryan Sandberg really do it on second base the whole game. Sure. Sexy man. Okay. He was the Steve Sachs of Chicago. <laughs> Don't know. It was the
2: two Cubs games my whole life. Yeah, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve Sacks in LA was a
1: sec- sexy second baseman. That Ryan Sandberg in Chicago. Okay. Um, what do you tell this woman, hmm. advice wise,
2: of how to meet a guy? Yes. If I knew the answer to this. I mean, if the, if the uh, question was, how do I meet like a totally socially inept, really fucked up guy who's super funny, but only on stage? And then you meet him off stage. He's super awkward. I'd be like, oh, I'll become a stand up comedian in L.A. Yes. I yes. know the answer to that one. OK. The average, the average, <laughs> the woman. average lady. Um, and that's excluding you. Of course, Todd.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, i'm a taken man um, socially
2: no no but not only that so, totally socially adept one I, of the very few comedians
1: i think i am yeah <laughs> yes.
2: um anyhow um you know i guess you're supposed to go out a lot you're supposed to have a very open circle of friends who have a lot of friends i'm guessing you're supposed to get drunk a lot i think probably go to a lot of parties that's part of it yeah that's part of it Buck knows what's that? drunk a lot. How would you?
1: Because yeah. uh, Buck, right now, is a man. He was in a long-term relationship for quite some time. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, when when Buck and I lived together, he had a a, a woman that pretty much lived with us. Uh, at Buck's looking sad now. Don't yeah do, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Buck, was this no. the El Moroccan? Day? I'm yeah. just reminiscing. Yeah. Strangely, the place was called the El Moroccan. Oh. But um, Buck, tell me uh kira if you could tell buck maybe how he can come across a, a good lady what what advice Ms. would you kira give kira knows
0: me for such a long time
1: well, she,
2: she knows, knows i know everything about you exactly. she knows, <laughs> no but she knows what i know you work in the grilled cheese truck let's do i'm this. all over that let's do this all you have to do is work in a grilled cheese truck to meet girls are you That's crazy all you do, yeah. i mean do you flirt from the grilled cheese the thing is you got to be the flirter you got to make the move yes but you seem very laid back dude is that tough
0: Oh no no! I'm no. very you know I'm very animated. It's just I don't know. You guys are calling me out right now. I'm just oh no no not calling <laughs> you out just
2: questioning. No, no I'm just saying I'm how a... can
0: Kira the yeah. advice giver?
2: Oh oh yeah. How
0: I'm... can she give advice
1: to Buck for you know uh, maybe maybe some inside knowledge into the female first, brain because we haven't really had a female first glance Kira.
0: What's wrong with me?
1: No no no. Come no, on, that's
0: not
2: the question. Yes it is. How
1: can Buck best position in... him? <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm not giving the advice. I got I got the
2: answer to all men. Let's hear. It listening to this podcast or not this help is the me, answer Kira, help me ask questions that's all you have to fucking do don't just keep talking about yourself act interested
0: and fake, that's it fake
2: it women love that shit no don't fake it oh. be real
0: right. well if you don't really just don't care. Todd, <laughs> did you ask
2: the purple sequin tube top questions
0: uh yes i did uh-huh yes i did and now I, he's uh,
2: married to that sequin tube top
1: that's right I, I uh i now own property with, <laughs> with this sequin
2: tube top it is on lockdown.
1: But uh, so I that's guess,
2: all. Be interested. I think that's all. You ask uh, questions
1: because women are used to men. Men who are a little probably more insular mm-hmm. than women, personality-wise, mm-hmm. and the man who can kind of step outside of that mm-hmm. and really be inter- interested. And I think, I think life boils down to some very basic things in terms of being a happy person, in terms of having good social relationships, is uh, people with healthy curiosity about life tend to do very well. Yeah, like. Uh, you you tend to learn more about things. You tend to you're always engaged in life. You, you you're curious and you're curious of other people. Hmm. I, I I love people. I love what makes them tick. I think everybody's interesting on some level. Me too. And maybe that's something that works. I think Buck Buck, you're a you're a curious interested man.
0: Sure, I'm a people person. Why not?
2: Yeah. Well, Already questioning himself. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Last date you went on, Buck? How'd it go?
0: Not so well, you know no we don't no what happened uh, what was it it was an odd choice in movie I made what was the odd choice I forget it was a bad movie to see though it was like when I took that one chick to Dust till dawn yeah that she, was a bad idea yeah she didn't want to talk to me after yeah, that yeah she was a cute
1: girl this is a cute cute, cute girl Was I, I knew who she was, was Buck, Buck took her out to the dollar theater and
0: uh... yeah well I, w- I had the dough back then Todd <laughs> <laughs> and I think I did ask for a student discount. That did not impress me. Oh, no! Yeah. At the Dollar Theater? <laughs> oh, no. yeah, so.
2: Well, you, there's now, always comedy, Todd.
0: There's always comedy. Was
2: it just a movie? Did you go somewhere after or before?
0: No, it was just a movie. No, you can't do that. Yeah, no, no it's Game Killer. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, Kira, if so you... the whole setup is wrong. Yeah,
0: exactly. Kira, I started off. I started off bad.
2: Kira,
1: you're a single woman. Uh-huh. Okay. And, Tell uh huh. Okay. Challenge
2: to the world, Todd. Well, you know we got <laughs> listeners
1: here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we do. Hit her up on Twitter. <laughs>
2: And uh, Akira, yeah.
1: interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're you a cool chick. I can imagine a guy Thanks. went on a date. He'd have a good time with him. be a good time. If you been on any uh, recent dates that you were like, wow, that guy just didn't get it? And how did he not get it? Seems like you're probably dating. Maybe you're hitting up J-Date or uh, E-Harmony or something.
2: No, <laughs> I'm not hitting up any of those things at all. Uh, maybe I should. <laughs> um, um, I guess the ones where they put absolutely no effort into... That, that's, that's what right. I would say. So it um, does really
1: matter. that still matters with my wife. Like, I yeah. will fuck up. Like, yeah. I will bring flowers that look like they were stolen from a funeral. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll no, do No, the- I mean,
2: I don't care about flowers. It's more like just do something special whatsoever. But it's not like, uh, come over. I got this thing DVR'd, whatever. It's like, I don't know. I'm not. No. No. You got to put some modicum of effort in to show that I have. So if you said, I cooked to. dinner
0: and I got this DVR. Yeah, maybe. That might do But that's it.
2: not a good first date. First date's got to be out. Uh. He's got to be out, out somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And so not, this and guy not last, out somewhere where you can't talk to This people. guy lasted
0: one date or One no? date, that's one it. One date, that's it. Yeah.
1: And so he, he planned uh,
0: nothing. Intimate DVR. Nothing. Sounds good to That's a good time. Yeah. Intimate DVR.
2: No. Huh? Sounds like a bad... It sounds like a good time <laughs> for the second, third year.
0: <laughs> that's a boring... Yeah. <laughs> that's a boring relationship but type yeah. thing. Yeah. That's,
1: that's just a guy who wants to get a quick feel-up. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Have you have you had any circumstances? Cause I hear this a lot from women that they'll, they'll go out on a date, mm-hmm. and the guy ends up being the kind that way too soon is asking the inappropriate questions. Uh. So it's like it's like right off the bat. It's like you guys sit and you guys order mm-hmm. your food, mm-hmm. and I'll have a salad. I'll have the soup, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "So are you into anal?" <laughs> you know, like some that happens. Like I've
2: heard it's of girls. Jump, it's
0: a jumping off point, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good start. Dive right in yeah, to the a, back end. Yes.
2: Um, haven't had that happen to me, gotta say. And how long you been in LA? <laughs> Two and a half years, which is strange. I mean, uh-huh. I've had, uh, God, no, I haven't had that kind of great, like not people asking me super hypersexual things right off the bat. I've had people ask me really intimate things, which I, I don't have a problem with at all. Okay. I like questions. I mean, I ask super intimate questions early on. I think.
1: Now, mm-hmm. do you, do you think it's inappropriate if a guy like just starts unloading on you emotionally on a first date? Like, if the guy's like, "Oh my god, and I've got these problems, and my dad was a dick," and like, you know, starts dropping that kind of shit thinks, on you, thinks
0: you're like a psychiatrist and shit.
2: Yeah, because yeah. some guys guys can no, do that. I got a history of liking that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, guys with a lot of issues, problems. Baggage, You like that. Drug history, all that stuff. You yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't, because I have very, I grew up with very few boundaries, and so I don't really uh, attribute those to sort of like personal relationships. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't have the like, Ugh, don't talk to me about that yet thing at oh, all. Oh, okay. So I, no.
1: That's good. I I, I'm I'm a, I, I tend to be bad that way. T- I'm not a really boundary-having person. I, yeah. I say inappropriate things yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's fine. My wife mm-hmm. has good boundaries, so when we go out and I get drunk, it's uh Sometimes it's a horror show.
0: I'm a hyper-judgmental boundary person. Oh, yeah? Yes. Very judgmental. You keep a good... And any girl... So if a girl
2: says something to you that's too intimate, you're like, really? Why?
0: It's not not an intimate thing. Well, sometimes it is, as you can see. (laughs) I do have a whistle... Um, uh, <laughs> a rape whistle. On it's an kitchen. intimacy whipple- yeah. whistle.
1: <laughs> intimacy whistle. You just call it. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait.
2: Before you blow the whistle. Pause, pause
1: it, Kira, pause Okay, you guys are on a date. Kira and <laughs> Buck are going out. Yes. You guys are at Red Lobster.
0: Here we go. You yeah.
1: guys are at uh, Red Lobster. you go to Red Lobster for a first date? Because Buck is taking you somewhere nice on the it's first romantic.
0: date. It's romantic. What do you want? I like your bib. Yes. You're out at Red Lobster.
1: This has happened to me. Buck. Buck is picking up the check. All right. uh, But it's right before that. I mean, you guys just ordered your salads and you're you're talking about what kind of fish doesn't give you diarrhea. And then (laughs) Kira drops this bomb on you. How do you react?
2: Do you have any like um, terribly serious issues with your dad or something? Because you seem to have a weird way of talking about him.
0: Shh. Time out. (laughs) Time out now. That's a little too intimate. You're gone. That's I'm it. gone. That's, that's it. it. That's it. I'm walking out.
2: Should we stick to talking about the corn muffins? Sure, we not Real basic <laughs> object work.
0: Hey, that shit's good. <laughs> you
1: guys don't even get into the fish sauce.
0: Nope. Not going there, too. Tiger sauce, no nope. can do. Not, not, not doing it. Shit. Not at all. Nope. A lot of rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: my rule is don't be boring. Okay. And don't be crazy self-involved. Okay. And that's mm. it, I think. Yeah, that's it. I, I should probably have more, but that's really all I have.
1: <laughs> I once, when the, when the internet just happened, mm. like right after Al Gore invented it, I went out with this girl. I met her up with her at the Third Street Promenade in mm-hmm. Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And we're at a Johnny Rockets. And she makes a move for the junk. And I've got like two friends sitting at the table. First date. Nice. And she tried to grab the wang.
2: Haven't kissed yet.
1: No, we just met. Yeah, we just met. I, I picked her up awesome. in Santa Monica. <laughs> and she went to grab the Some junk.
2: kind of girl. Awesome, yeah. Yeah.
1: But But there are other people there. Like... You know, just sitting there staring at me. That's nuts. Just like a bunch of Easter Island heads looking at me. A <laughs> bunch of foreheads staring at me. And she's trying to be stealth. And uh, I don't know.
0: I'm not blowing the whistle. <laughs> I was about to, but You're no. Giving the whistle down. Yeah. Her.
1: But here, you know, the thing with the hand job is, it, I, I got to be honest. I'm kind of adept at the personal hand job. I'm sure you are. I, you know, I. That's I'm, why
2: we shouldn't even bother. Woman, don't
1: ever bother. <laughs> Do something else. I like, know i know you're i saying, know this already yeah back off you're it's like <laughs> it's it's kind of like walking into the studio with marvin Gaye and being like oh marvin i like the way you're singing this maybe you can just get a little more falsetto here or yeah, something yeah. it's like make it funky
0: years of experience er, yeah. yeah yeah out of the studio yeah they don't know the equipment is what you're saying they don't know the knowledge that you do
2: no i think we're not 15 anymore i'm, I'm not doing that
0: yeah no, <laughs> no deal.
2: <laughs> About the only time it was applicable. At a certain age, yes. Certain age, that time is gone. It's sort of like sweet if you do it now, I think. It's like, yeah. oh, that's that's silly. Kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's kind of cute. Stop it. <laughs> was it Louis C.K.
1: had the best bit. He, Louis C.K. once did a bit about the world's worst hand job he ever experienced. He's like, his wife was just sitting there looking bored. <laughs> and like, there's a baby crying. And he was just like, no, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah, no, no good. So good. And th- th- that's my feeling on the hand job. I don't know. Just as a whole,
0: not happening. Eh, in general.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you can spice it up a bit, but you know.
2: Yeah, with a mouth. What about you? <laughs> At, this point,
0: <laughs> At this point in time, in my life, a Johnny Rockets hand job sounds really good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It,
2: Wait, with it, you, you want to wouldn't mind
0: up, it. So maybe this if is if like where it, we are. If it came my way, I'd I wouldn't. I want to blow the whistle. <laughs>
1: You're looking down right now at some french fries and that little uh, ketchup thing that they, they make the ketchup into a
0: heart. I'm, I'm going to go to a Johnny Rockets right after to see if I get lucky.
2: So ladies, yes. fans of diners with <laughs> so, milkshakes and 50s music yeah. listening out there.
1: So we know, we, we know where we can see Buck right now. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out podcast.
2: Thanks, guys. Thank you, Kira Hester, for coming by
1: and doing a mm-hmm. bunch of shows with Thank us. Thank you.
2: I said too much on this one. <laughs> you
1: did good. You did good. Nobody, Adam albright Hannah never got to the handjob topic. Nope. Uh, John Sowen never got to the no, handjob he,
0: he, he brushed up against it. But it
1: <laughs> could Couple
2: put fingers. Put, yeah.
1: Now, as a crew, we're all going to go into my living room and watch the latest Curb Your Enthusiasm.
2: Come with us, guys.
1: Yes, come with us, guys. Once again, uh, faroutpodcast.com. Get your comments up. Listen to the show on Stitcher. Uh, comment on iTunes. I know we're asking for a lot, but shit, we do this for free. We don't put up any donate button.
2: I'm not getting what? paid for this? No. Oh,
1: no. Sure. Uh, we're not asking anybody to send any sweets So I don't want to do the Mark Maron thing where I'm like, <laughs> ah, you send me sweets and I, I, <laughs> I can
2: eat I disagree. I will take them.
1: <laughs> Kira will take them. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. let's in shirts
0: wash my face in beer From the crowd disappear. Magazines, the shopping mall, walk through the wildlife for miles and miles. Hold my breath.